In the sports talk radio justice world, mediocre quarterback play and porous tackling are considered especially heinous. On the Lance J Show, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad at Paragon 7 Studios. These are their stories. So this should be right up your alley, Janelle. I'm oh, reading boy. this from inside and, and people know when they when I broadcast I never tell people you can't be on the show if I have to like give you an outline and stuff. It's got to be organic. It's got to be original. So I'm reading from InsideHigherEd.com. Mm-hmm. Jordan Peterson is retiring from the University of Toronto. I say Toronto with a very Toronto. distinguished accent, citing his persona non grata status and an academic craving. Like that's above me. I don't even know what what the hell that means. Uh, Embrace of diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives. Controversial psychologist Jordan Peterson resigned from his tenure professorship at the University of Toronto. He said a few weeks ago, Peterson 59 wrote in an op-ed in Canada's National Post. Is that like the New York Times? Okay. That he'd always imagined working in academia until he died. Now he doesn't want to be there anymore and the place doesn't want him, he said. Peterson has gained millions of fans as a YouTube personality, Mm. self-help writer, and podcaster over the last decade, preaching the patriarchy and his 12 rules for life, uh, such as all-meat diets. That can't end up well long-term. I wouldn't think so. If you're chasing a steak with a steak, (laughs) that's got to be bad. Like, I'm not not an expert, but that just just seems, you know, if you're you're having bacon for breakfast— and steak and lobster for dinners oh with gosh. no with with no salad, no greens. That that just seems like a bad idea. Peterson has condemned what he calls compelled speech, such as being expected to use someone's preferred gender pronoun mm. and other ills of the radical postmodern left. Uh, his op-ed makes a number of ups, ups, of unsubstantiated claims that. Many of his colleagues lie when they fill out diversity statements for research grants and tell students Mm. to do the same. He also says there are not enough qualified black people in the pipeline to meet diversity targets Mm. Um, enough that blacks and indigenous individuals of color and bringing those people into schools is just, um, quote unquote, knowing woke. Mm. He says that it is common knowledge among remotely truthful academics that African-Americans and indigenous people are only getting into school based on their race. Uh, Basically saying that the whole concept of modern academia has been perforated and ruined by forcing lesser qualified African-Americans. Well, I guess they're not African-Americans in Canada, but, but black people. He's basically saying that basically colleges and universities should be all white. If you're black and you get into one of these schools, it's because it's it's not meritocracy. Right. He uses the word meritocracy in, in his in his speech about eight or nine times. I wanted to ask you about it because you're from Toronto. Right. And Toronto Torontonians, right? Is it yes. Torontonians? Yes. You guys are all snobs. So yeah. even black people from Toronto think that they're better than black people from New York City or black people from Columbus, Ohio, or black people from Atlanta or Dallas or LA. Yeah. I've met many of your friends That's- and they were all <laughs> extremely nose in the air. They were all brilliant. They were all gorgeous. AF. But they were nose in the air, 
Like, oh, you're I'm I'm out of your league, James. Like, don't even don't even <laughs> don't even consider shooting your shot at, at us. We're 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 the uh, the aristocracy. Of we're course, well, we're yeah. from the bloodline of the queen <laughs> and, and all of these people. Um, I think that's funny because the British Crown literally has the patent on global slavery. Yes, and uh, the, the 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 rape and pillage of black and brown people. But that's another. But you put but you put her on the money. You proud do of that, that? We do. So Canadians are stuck up by nature. Yeah. And all jokes aside, Canada is kind of a utopia. I mean, it's better than the United States. I mean, Toronto is much better than other than the, the cold. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I use Celsius because that makes it look even colder. <laughs> it's like two degrees and that's really like 34 degrees or it's, 36 it's, degrees. It's but cold, it just yeah. it just looks even colder. Like you go you go to. And see the Celsius when you're in Canada, it's just like, dang, man, that really makes me feel even colder. <laughs> but Toronto is a world class city. I've been to Calgary, which is a world class city. And then I think that Vancouver is arguably the best place that I've ever been. Yeah. Like I would probably live in Vancouver. Yeah. Um, if I if I had summer home in Vancouver money and everyone in Vancouver is absolutely gorgeous. Well, like even the guys are fine. Like I'm a, a very heterosexual man. I'm like, man, these guys are fine, man. These guys are all six, two and, and, and look gorgeous. like, they look like Hollywood stars. Like everyone, it's like, it's like watching Grey's Anatomy. Like everyone <laughs> is unrealistically attractive. So Canada is a beautiful place. Right. Then you have the interior of Canada, which is, which is beautiful. So it's just a beautiful place. So I'm not ripping on Canada as much, but is that the norm? Because you come up through that school system. Right. Is does Dr. Peterson's does his op ed really represent the train of thought in the in the Canadian academic system, or what is your experience? That is that's all new to me. Okay, um, all right. Only because you know, in when I came up, like you know, my parents are Jamaican. Right. Um, school's a big, big Were you thing. born in Canada or did you, did you no, come up? No, I was up? born in Canada. Oh, okay. So yeah. you so school's, born a, school's a big thing. It's very important to get good grades. That's why you're a little soft. Cause you're not, <laughs> like Jamaican people that, so your parents are born, they're from yeah, Kingston. Uh, my mom's from Kingston. So yeah. she'd probably gut you like a fish. Like probably. anyone from Kingston is, is they don't, they don't mess <laughs> they don't around. Play, like, no. They don't, they don't. You're from Montego Bay. It's a little bit. Or Ocho Rios or Negril. Like you you can't be that mad if you're from Negril. Like that's it's but, a beautiful place. But the people from Kingston, they not, they're, they're not messing real. around. Like yeah. they're ready. They'll they'll machete you Yo, pretty yes. pretty pretty badly. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you're so you're a yard girl. Is it, it yeah. is, okay? A well, yardie. I consider myself right. a yardie. My parents wouldn't, but right. you know that's another story for All another right. day. But you know school's hard. Like I and it's me being a snob. Call it whatever you want to call it, James. But when I came over here to go to school, I was just stunned and appalled by the level of <laughs> stunned and appalled wow. <laughs> education. Like creative thinking, um, right. we ability do bad. to we write. We really bad. We, and oh, this the, is writing, in, the writing's a train. It, it, I was very, I was actually really Janelle, shocked. I used to tutor when I was in college and, and uh, my, my late my late mother was an English teacher yeah. and taught me how to write. And I used to tutor people and in writing and I would see their writing at Oakwood University. It was terrible. It was, it was scary. And this is a, like a master's level. like, how did you get into college? That's like what you're, was my thinking. You're writing at like a ninth grade level. Yes. And you're a sophomore in college. Like yes. it's, it's, we do bad at that in America. I was like, I was really like, I, right. that like actually shocked me. So the fact that the school, like. Did it, you speak on it? Because you're a very yeah, blunt I did. and I was person. like, So oh. did you tell all your your classmates that, hey, I'm great. You suck. Like you, I didn't you can't say it write. like that. I was like, okay. well, why don't we massage this message a little right, bit? Massage. Let's, like let's refine this. Um, but cause we write in America, like we use slang and it was, like, it was you know, pretty, yeah. I was like, I was actually really shocked. Like, yeah. I don't know how you got to a master's level right. program writing like this. Right. Um, but 
the system is hard. like it's hard. Like I found that school was a lot harder in. in so tell us Ontario. about the education system. Like what? What um, are the expectations the, I for guess testing and math the, and didn't, writing? I didn't have any. There wasn't a lot of standardized testing, at least right. that the, uh, that I remember. It could be different now. So, um, the expect, like we learned grammar, we learned right. how to write, we learned how to read, like things like that. You right. know, they took their time. What type of books did you read? Um, there was, you know, there's always like assigned books. Like, so we used we used to read a lot of like Canadian authors, like right. Margaret Atwood and that kind of stuff. Um, that sounds very boring. <laughs> it was a great book. Because there's no, I mean, it's not like y'all had any wars or anything. It doesn't matter. She's so a great busy Canadian gravy author. training in the United States military all the last 200 years. So, we I mean, do what we have you to. You really right? haven't had a lot of adversity. That's how we uh, maintain our right. utopia, right? All right. Well, so, that's, that's, yeah. that's true. Um, that's but true. Was the, there a lot of racism? Um... Because you're a multi-ethnic person. I mean, you're yeah, Jamaican, yeah. so you're, you I, know. I don't remember any blatant racism, like, growing up and going to school. You're from the Burbs, right? You're from yeah, Ajax. I'm, I, yeah, right. so I'm from. That's like 45 minutes. Outside of Toronto. Outside of Toronto. So when I was, you know, Ajax is very. I got big. lost and ended up in Ajax one time <laughs> I was up there. It's very diverse now, yeah. but when I started out there, like, we were the black family, I thought, right? Like, we was, like, halfway to Montreal, just like. It's, it's pretty, it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty yeah, far it's out, out there. there. Yeah, yeah. But I don't remember any blatant racism. I just. Right. Um, cool, that's good. Not so anything blatant, I don't remember. Like, there probably were, like, some subtle stuff. Um, was it diverse growing up? Where you went to school? I went to a very diverse high school. Yeah, most of your school um, teachers were they were they white? Um, the majority, yeah. We had okay. a lot of white female teachers. Right. I'm trying to think. You know, when you get into high school and you start taking different classes, you know, um, you're, I guess the pool of teachers is a little bit um, bigger. I I did French immersion, so a lot of my teachers oh. were like white. Now, did you do you speak French fluently? We oui, in petit peu spell français. I don't, I don't speak. Oh, that's I'm unfortunate. I'm going to assume that. That's did, did you teach your husband to, to do that? No, I. That's okay, what, that's. Because he's a, a hood dude from Cleveland. <laughs> right, he's so not trying to do all that. <laughs> where where G grew up, it's, you going out, you going out to Peter Pan's to get a hot dog and <laughs> a slaw dog. You can't be going in there talking no French, man. No, you might get gaffled up for that piece. Pretty much. Get, pretty much. It could get it could get quite ugly. Um, but it was, I don't remember having an experience where it was something really blatant, blatant mm -hmm. racism experience. What are you doing as a, as a mother, as we head towards a break, what are you doing? Cause you've seen a Canadian system, which I'm conceding is definitely better yeah. than the American system. Our, our, our school system sucks. It, I spent half a year in Korea and it's funny, um, because they knew more about, they knew so much more about America than I knew about them. And like they, this is before Obama was elected mm -hmm. and like my roommate and host family are like, oh, what do you think about Barack Obama? I was like, who's Barack Obama? Like, I, this is a black guy running for president. And I'm like, who? I, I never heard of him. Like, what are, you, what, are you, what are you talking about? Like, where are you getting, where are you getting this misinformation from? And it's like, they knew about Barack Obama. I didn't know who Barack Obama was. Yeah. It's like, oh, that guy that did that speech at the DNC that one time. But they basically told me, the people come here from Korea that are mediocre students in Korea and they come and they get into Stanford yeah. and they get into Harvard yeah. and they get into Yale and they kick everyone's arse yes. up and down the East and West yep. coast. And then they become CEOs of major corporations. And that's not, that's their JV team yeah. that comes over and does yeah. that. That's not like we think as Americans that, Oh, everyone wants to come to America. It's just like, no, yeah. these people really wanted to work for Kia motors or wanted to work right. for, you know, one of the Asian divisions of one of these large companies. And they only scored a 98 on right. the test, not a 99. Right. So they had to they had to suffer the indignity of coming to the United States and going to Duke yeah. and getting an MBA <laughs> at Duke and then mopping the floor with us. And just I had a chance to take some classes and saw the work ethic and how they approach school. And most of these countries, they're in school. First of all, they get 
they get much less of a break. Yeah, it's weird. And they get a summer yeah. break that's like a week, and they get a winter <laughs> break that's like a week. They're in school pretty all much time. all year. Yeah. So by by 10th grade, 11th grade, you have like a four-year advantage. You've been in school more four yeah. years, more when it all adds up. So you're going to be more educated that and understand true. stuff more. So, that is um, true. But yeah, I just I just was very curious of your, your thoughts about that. What we will do is we're going to cut to a break. We'll be back with more of Janelle King on the Lance J Show after these messages. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Oh, this is your boy Lance J, aka the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, aka the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, aka the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to me weekdays now at 11 a.m. on WOL 95.9 FM in the DMV. Brought to you by our partners at Episource, the nation's leader in healthcare analytics and strategic support for Medicare risk adjustment programs. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Okay, well, check this out. They were doing the premiere of Private Parts at Madison Square Garden. And, and as I was going to the premiere, I see Donald Trump on the corner of 31st Street and 8th Avenue by the garden. I walked over to him. I said, with excitement, hey, how you doing, Mr. Trump? He looks down at me and says, not now. I said, wow. but my name is Flavor Flake. He said, not now. James Lewis. I said to him, yo, I'm the one that gave your son Donald the autograph in, in Planet Hollywood. He said, good for you. Good for you. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It feels so good to be cared for. Back up now, just a little more. The feeling someone's always there. Just to show how much they care. The feeling you're not alone. Now she's a part of your home. With so much to protect each day. 